0: Sports Saturday.
1: It's complete. And another touchdown!
0: Cougar Sports Saturday. Saturday. A presentation of KSL Sports. KSL Sports. Left wing for three.
1: He
0: yes! got it again. BYU Sports Talk by Cougar fans for Cougar fans. Here are your hosts, Mitch Harper and Matt Biamonte, on Utah's legacy home of the Cougars. KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM.
1: Welcome back into Cougar Sports Saturday here on KSL News Radio. Coming up a little bit later today, BYU basketball, four o'clock tip and afternoon special during this holiday season against the Wyoming Cowboys, BYU and the Pokes. Once again meeting in the Marriott Center. We'll be inside the Marriott Center game having you covered here on KSLsports.com. You can listen to the game right here on KSL. Uh we got to get chipped over to some football talk. Locals in the pros, former BYU Cougars in the NFL, coming up a big game tomorrow night on KSL5 TV. Jaron Hall, QB1 of the Minnesota Vikings, once again. And this is the team that it's sort of a rematch for him. He didn't start against Green
0: Bay, but his first regular season taste was at Lambeau Field. Now he's playing the Packers again. He got the nod. Felt like it was trending that way when we found out midweek that he was splitting snaps with Nick Mullins. And it's glad that he's healthy. Here's what Jaron Hall had to say earlier in the week regarding that injury in the middle of the NFL season.
2: Yeah, it took about two weeks. You know, I wasn't wasn't uh, out for those, those uh, two games following Atlanta. I wasn't there traveling with the team or, or at the game. So it's about two weeks and I started feeling myself again.
0: That's good to hear that it wasn't a super long recovery because this is someone from his time at BYU that had some some scary moments with, with head injuries. So it's glad that he's back and getting the nod. It's a big game for him, Mitch, because you don't get a lot of opportunities in the NFL, and especially when you're a late-round pick. I don't love that he's missing his best tight end, TJ Hawkinson. And he's missing rookie wide receiver Jordan Addison. Does have Justin Jefferson, though. So when in doubt, throw that baby up to Justin Jefferson. But some guys never get this opportunity. Some guys get drafted in the late round, and they never start a game. He's getting a second start. Gosh, I want him to stay healthy, and I want him to play well. It's a great opportunity for Jaron Hall. He's getting the call up. And look, how important do you think this game is for him in terms of establishing himself as an option in the NFL.
1: It's huge. And, look, you don't want to put your everything on one start, but, man, in the NFL, it goes away in a hurry. You think back to November 5th when he started against Atlanta. In Atlanta, his first career start, he's playing great. First quarter, he's looking good. He's like seven of eight passing. You're thinking, oh, my gosh, Jaron is going off. He's going to have a big game. He's going to be the permanent replacement for Kirk Cousins. Goes in concussion protocol, and then the Vikings just fall in love with Josh Dobbs. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just BYU fans are experiencing the real pitfalls of how quarterbacks are handled in the NFL. But it just never adds up to me when these NFL franchises fall in love with Mike White. Josh Dobbs. It's like say it out loud. That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> you're not going to hitch your wag. Your, your Nick your, Mullins. You're not going to hitch the franchise, a multi-billion-dollar industry uh, entity, to Josh Dobbs. Are you kidding me? Like no way. Like that guy has just been a journeyman in the NFL. He was picked up mid-season by the Vikings, and they said, "Oh, he's our guy now." Like give me a break. When Jaron got cleared out of concussion protocol it was always just insane to me how they didn't didn't go back to him. But the NFL always just goes with, okay, this worked here. We're just going to keep going to that because uh, it's just, it's so confusing. So every game that you get a chance to start, it's massive. It's a huge deal. When you're a fifth round pick, you're not guaranteed tomorrow in the NFL. You're just not. You're not guaranteed in life, period. But like in the NFL, they will move on from you so quick and he has to capitalize And If he doesn't, Who knows? Maybe he's cut. Like, in the offseason, you don't know. So, he's got to hit it out of the park. And if he does, I think it gives him a great chance to be, you know, make a case to be the starter of this franchise next year. But also, to put feelers out there like, hey, the NFL, like this is a valuable asset in Jaron Hall who's got the potential to be a QB1. On the
0: other end of the spectrum, though, the opportunity at hand is to be a Brock Purdy type. Now, Purdy, before he exploded last Sunday night against... Uh, I'm trying to remember the team that they got killed by. It was the Baltimore Ravens, KVNs, Ravens. He was in the MVP discussion. As so I don't think Jaron Hall is going to suddenly become Brock Purdy, but that's what's ahead of Jaron Hall. When you have a dude in front of you like Purdy, who is a late-round pick. The NFL is a copycat league. Everybody would love to find a late-round pick that they don't have to pay and pay everyone else around him. That's what Jaron Hall has. Like, if he plays well these next two weeks, Minnesota is going to bring back Kirk Cousins on a one-year deal. He's going to be the backup. We'll see what happens. And the opportunity continues. So, Like you said, Mitch, it is a massive opportunity. You don't get a lot of these. In his first start, there was a lot of good there. Here's what Jaron Hall had to say about what he learned from that brief, albeit start, down in Atlanta.
2: You just got to realize how fast guys play. You got to be you gotta be smart about the times you use your legs and, and you got to get down. You know, there's no superhero ball you need to play. Um, you know, the game is one over four quarters, not one play. And you just got to remember that. You do what you need to do, delivering the ball. You don't have to be in those situations.
0: For That's you. clearly a reference to he misses TJ Hawkinson on a crossing route. That would have been a touchdown. He was wide open on the following play. I think it was fourth down too. They're go- they go for it. He breaks out of the pocket in college. He walks into the NFL or to the end zone in the NFL. He gets blasted, and it wasn't the hit that caused the concussion. It was slamming on the turf. But that is a good lesson
1: learned there. That hey, uh, I'm not going to do that. I'll just throw the ball away, and we'll live to play another down. The great thing is that Jaron gets the chance once again yep. to, to start, and this was. Jaron, on if he was worried that he wouldn't get the chance to start once again.
2: No, you know, it's, there's a process for everybody. You know, you just got to take every opportunity you're given. Uh, for me, you know, being on practice squad and, and giving our defense a look every day the last couple weeks has been great. Uh, that's been my Sunday game, you know, but within that, you're always preparing because you never know when this is going to happen. So never a worry. Um, you just trust the process.
1: The media relations person is probably pulling for Jaron Hall to totally. win the quarterback job because he will give you the peace of mind. He will never make a comms person in the media relations business ever stress because he's not going to give you any ammunition. You think about what's going on in like college football with the Rose Bowl and someone saying, oh, we can't watch our iPads because of the Michigan scandal. Ah! Like someone like a Brett Pine is just freaking out. Like, no, don't say that. <laughs> Jaron Hall is never going to give a, a comms person any sort of stress. He's, he's polished. He's well-spoken. He just sounds like a QB1 and a leader of a franchise. I hope it works out for Jaron. I think it's also a cool storyline, too, that he's going up against the Packers, as we noted. But the other quarterback in the matchup, Jordan Love, it's a rematch of the 2019 BYU-Utah State game. Jaron versus Jordan Love. That was a game where, the, where Jordan Love and the Aggies were a favorite. Jaron came in, and he was straight dealing. That was one of his first starts. I think it was his second start. After the uh, USF start, because he had that injury in that USF game, then Baylor Romney, and then Jaron came back. So maybe, uh, you know, hopefully he can finish it out. Like, he like, remember, the first two starts for Jaron did not get finished by him uh, because they were injuries. So hopefully he can finish this second start out uh, for the Vikings because it's a great opportunity. And here's for a deep cut for you. What is a, a through
0: line between some of these starts that end in injury? Missing tight ends for touchdowns. Do you remember that Utah State game where that was a bad call by the official? Bushman made an oh, unbelievable yeah. wow. catch <laughs> the play before he got concussed. So, uh, hey,
1: hit your tight ends to yes. where they can get two feet inbounds and we'll avoid those concussions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm excited though. And it, it's, it's been fun too, Matt, I think, to see BYU have a presence, not only in the NFL, but at quarterback. Like, how? Yep. There was it feels like it was yesterday. I think when we started this show in twenty nineteen, you and I, this edition of the show, it felt like BYU in the quarterback position, like we were never talking about it. It was not a thing. We, you know, we were looking, analyzing Troy Aikman's cut of yep. the next man is in the building. Like, oh yeah, let's go. <laughs> let's do this.
0: And he but was right. <laughs> the coach is completely Botched that quarterback situation in New Orleans. Well we
1: see what Sean Payton does with quarterback rooms. He gets uh he he goes uh, he pulls the trigger a little bit uh in the wrong direction sometimes. I mean, I don't know. We'll see what happens with Brent Denver in and, and the Russell Wilson deal. But uh yeah, I get just it's been nice to see BYU, whether good or bad, they're getting guys that are making headlines because only 32 men on a given weekend can say they're starting in an NFL franchise yep. on the planet. And a and a couple of them are BYU guys. Like that's that's a nice piece to say in the transfer portal to quarterbacks right now. Like, hey, we got a guy that's starting along with Zach Wilson. We got this guy too. Come to BYU. These same coaches that coached up these dudes are still here. Aaron Roderick's still here. Fessy Satake is still here. So I just think that's that's good pieces to have when it comes to just BYU football as a brand to have QBs starting in the NFL.
0: All right, let's take a break on the other side. Let's get back to the hardwood BYU and Wyoming. Tip-off 4 p.m. at the Marriott Center, 3 p.m. pregame begins right here on KSN News Radio. We'll get back to previewing that matchup between the Cowboys and the Cougars.